Cade so brandi akaba. To sabadia le carade so mandi apa. Reparada muzundreta. Ve cabo shaba. Ratele le You are rising. You are moving on. You are growing. You are advancing by the grace of our Lord. Jesus Christ, this month, the month of increase, is the month of expansion, is the month that the Lord is having great stagnation, great people, great opportunities, great praise, great favors, great anointing upon our lives. We are moving together as families. We are growing as families. We are advancing as families. We are expanding as families. In the name of Jesus Christ, pray with him, declare that I am moving on. This is the month of June. We are seeing the manifestation of the word of God already. The Lord has spoken. He has confirmed a revelation. We are blowing. We are advancing in the mighty name of Jesus. By the face of God. Jesus mighty name. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want us to pray for our leaders. The Bible expects us to pray for our leaders, and it's a responsibility on everyone's shoulder. I want us to pray for the leaders of this country and your country, wherever you are uh, uh, listening or connecting with us from anywhere. Pray for the leaders of your country. Now, those of us here in the United Kingdom will be praying for the Queen and all the Prime Minister and all the, 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 the governing bodies of this country, of this land, those in Ghana, pardon me, the president and, and the leaders of Ghana. Uh, uh, we pray for them, those in America, the president and all the rest of the Senate uh, senators and anybody involved with uh, lawmaking and, and, and judiciary activities. We are praying for all of them, those anywhere in Europe that you've connected from. I want you to be praying. Also pray for your leaders that the hand of God will rest upon them. May the Lord preserve their life. May the Lord give them wisdom in dealing with the things that they need to deal with be, because I've seen something and I believe that the saints must pray. We've got to pray, hallelujah, for our leaders so that we can have a peace of mind to stay and live in countries where the Lord has positioned you. In the name of Jesus, let's pray for our leaders together. Spirit of God, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for our leaders of God. We pray for the Queen of England. We pray for the Prime Minister. We pray for the lawmakers and anyone that is in political position or lawmaking position that can affect our our life in any way. We pray for all of them. Those who are connecting and praying from Ghana, those praying from America, those praying from any part of Europe or any part of Asia, we are standing with you all in the name of Jesus Christ, declaring, oh God, that your wisdom divine will rest upon these leaders, that your strategic decisions that they will be taking will be by the influence of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God shall influence their mind, shall influence 
influence their heart shall influence their business in the mighty name of Jesus. Thou help the work of God to progress. Thou benefit the society and communities. Thou build the nations up in positive manner in the name of Jesus Christ. Let no decisions or plans of men of God and wickedness and satanic forces have any effect in the nations that we are in, oh God. But let the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ bring forth divine turnaround and people stand on their feet to decide what is right, oh God. Against all odds and against all oppositions, against any adverse negative decisions and plans the enemy wants to progress and progress and to propagate. We stand as a voice together in the name of Jesus Christ. We stop those things to God in the lives of our leaders and we believe by your grace, O God, that touch them, release your glory and your face upon them. Bless them, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let your hand be upon your life. Let your mercy be made and rest upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let our leaders, O God, decide by the influence of the Holy Spirit. Let them come with courage and boldness bring out decisions and things that will benefit the society, benefit the people at large in Jesus' mighty name. We bless you, O God. We give you glory. We give you honor. We celebrate your goodness. We celebrate your message. We celebrate your grace, your great grace, your great power in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let your name be glorified. Let your hand, O God, reign and rule in our life. May we know indeed that it is of you. All decisions are from you by your grace, oh God. We thank you, we honor you, we celebrate your goodness, even in the land of the living. In Jesus' mighty name, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah! Hallelujah! I want us to pray for the fights and the wars that is going on in other parts of the world. It's not only in Ukraine, there are other places that the enemy is flaring up and creating all kinds of misunderstanding and misrepresentation. But your prayers tonight will bring divine turnaround. Hallelujah. I'm talking about something that I have seen. And I know that the saints can cause a turn. Hallelujah. Your words, your decrees, your declarations, your statements of prayer to God for a turnaround, for a cessation of these kind of wars that is ending lives of men and killing people uh, uh, without reason, the blood, that blood tested spirit. Let's stop all those kind of wars anywhere that is going on in our world now, for it's bringing hunger, it's bringing all kinds of all kinds of um, hardship in our communities and in our societies. It is not of God. Hallelujah. I told you from December that it was a blood tested spirit that was desiring for the blood of people and the flesh of men. And we can see that already happening in different parts of the world, that people are killed just like like meat, you know, they are just killed just like that for no reason. And others don't even understand. Leaders don't understand what's going on. For whatever reason, it's only God. It's only God. So I want you, by the grace of God, to pray tonight. Stand with me and declare that anywhere there is war going, let the hand of God prevail and let the war cease. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Spirit of God, we pray together 
in the name of Jesus. Anywhere there is war, anywhere there is misunderstanding, anywhere there is situation going on that there has been an influence of demonic force, satanic activities, infusing their hearts and their thoughts and their words in the lives of people to kill others for no reason, indiscriminately, and destroying life properties and livelihoods of men. We are standing as a family, as a community of body, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, bringing an end to the voices of the enemies. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let every war cease. Let every war cease. Let every war come to an end. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let the blood tested spirit be bound. Let the demands for flesh be stopped. Let the glory of Jesus remain and reign in homes and in families, in counties, in continents, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, for the hand of God will prevail. We declare in Jesus' mighty name that let the hand of God prevail. Let every blood that anyone is desiring for to seize now. We declare and decree in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that in the world, the enemy wants to progress to other parts of Europe. We stop as the reason of the blood of Jesus Christ, stopping all wars everywhere in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the war cease in Jesus' mighty name. Let it demand for war, demand for blood, demand for the works of wickedness. Let them all come to an end in the mighty name name of Jesus Christ. Let the glory of our Lord Jesus prevail and remain in Jesus' name. Father, glorify yourself as you have always done, O God, in Jesus' mighty name. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Manuel. Amen. Man, the Lord is tonight, your, your heart is alert, your mind is ready, your soul is prepared to hear the voice of the Lord. Amen. Amen. What God will speak into your heart will remain with you, and you shall walk with it with this knowledge and with the wisdom of the Lord. Hallelujah. Whatever the Lord will speak through my mouth, I pray that may it be a blessing to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May it come to add to the knowledge that you possess in the the house of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 As I said, that we've been dealing with angels and and spirits. And for, for a while now, we have come to that place where we want to understand one of the kinds of angels that the Lord has presented unto us. We are speaking about our guardian angels, the work that they do. We have spoken about how to entertain and, and accommodate them. We have spoken about how to work with them and all that kind of stuff. So it is very, very detailed information. If you have lost track with us, please go on to Spotify and see some of the information they are there. Uh, or on TikTok, or, or on our TikTok. It, 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 our TikTok is ECA underscore devotional and on um, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, Spotify, you can find us as Emmanuel Christian Assembly. If you put in Emmanuel Christian Assembly, you will see the church logo on there. You can see it on the screen as you, 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 you find it on there. You can see it straight out there. It says, welcome to Emmanuel Christian Assembly. Uh, our Spotify information is there. There are prayers, and the prayers are not only prayers alone, but most of them are attached with teachings. So we pray for 10, 15 minutes sometimes, and then you can find teachings attached to it. And 
that is part of our assignment to make sure that the saints of God are praying. Amen. So if you tune in and you hear prayer, just pray along because the message is following. Hallelujah. Amen. That is our strategy because the Bible wants us to pray. But tonight I want to speak about demons and demonologies, and we are starting, is the start, is the beginning. So today is a preamble to unveil to us the understanding of demons and why the Bible will call them uh, that and how uh, some of the things that they do, some of the, the nature of demons and things with the biblical backings, hallelujah, <clears throat> with biblical backings. I prefer you write the quotations down and go and research. I understand that some of the uh, versions are very different and I'm using the King, uh, dates annotated King James version. So some of the scriptures in dates uh, may be different from what you may find in a good news Bible, but it does not mean that the meanings are not the same. So you can get the strands through it properly and understand the meanings of some of the things that the Bible brings to us, uh, our understanding. So tonight I want to talk about demons and unclean spirits demons and unclean spirit. The Bible talks about the nature and the terms demon or the devil. It's about uh, it's, a, it's a word that is usually some of the scriptures, you will not find the word demon in there. You will not find that in some of the versions of the Bible, but it talks about the devil. It talks about the unclean spirits. It talks about the, the sons and daughters or the, the angels that fell with God with, with Satan when they disobeyed God and they decided to do that which God did not want them to do. Uh, the desire to be like God, the desire rise above the throne of God, the desire to rule in the place of God that made uh, Satan became uh, a bit unwelcome in heaven. And so he convinced quite one third of the angels that were there. And then they had to be cast out of the throne where the abode of heaven was. So the Bible says that woe unto the earth for the adversary. The, one of the terms the Bible used for the devil is called adversary. These are some of the terms. So if you hear me say it, I'll try and explain it a little bit. They are those, the adversaries are those who are not for you. They, they do things that adversely, it affects you negatively. So the Bible calls them adversary. Why do, does he call them adversary? Because he's against God and therefore anything that connects with God, he's automatically against them. So for example, if anybody who is listening to me today, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, automatically, without without any, any work of yours, automatically, you are an enemy to the end to the God that you serve. So Satan becomes your enemy. Hallelujah. You automatically become false part of that assignment of the enemy. The Bible uses words like Satan. That is the original name that the Lord gives to, to him, or the, 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 the star that has fallen. The star that has fallen. The Bible also uses words like uh, diabolos, which is from the Greek word that has been given that diabolos, which means an adversary or false accuser. 
Another term that the Bible gives to Satan is false accuser. The scripture says that they stand uh, against the saints to accuse uh, the brethren. So there is uh, anyone who tries to do the job of accusation. Remember, you are working for the devil. Hallelujah. So we try as much as possible to let him do his job and we focus on what god expects us to do hallelujah so the bible used some of these terms uh, for us to understand that they are all part of the group that came with satan uh from the throne of god hallelujah some of the scriptures will use the word the chief adversary of god the chief adversary of God, hallelujah. Others use the devil or devils or uh, unclean spirits. They all mean the same or the prince of demons. The prince of demons, they all means uh, mean the same. You can find some scriptures in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 3 and Titus chapter 2, verse 3 also speaks about some of these uh, statements there, hallelujah. The Bible also says in John chapter 6, uh, John chapter 6, the Bible also speaks speaks about that also there, verse 70, uh, it, it speaks about that there. There are other places the scripture talks about uh, the works of the enemy and it, about 30, 76 places that the scripture gives different kinds of understanding about how uh, Satan is being addressed. Hallelujah. Amen. So anywhere you see demonic activity or you see you hear the word diabolos or demon or principalities or powers or, or evil spirits or adversaries or, 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 or chief, chief accuser, accuser of the brethren, it, he's speaking about Satan and his co-hosts. Anyone that deals in all those areas, the Lord considers them as one of those uh, things. And there are other places that the Bible also talks the, uh, about beasts, that he considers the enemy as a beast. Amen. So sometimes when you hear some of the scriptures and the connotations that the Bible brings about, it talks about beasts, you know, the beasts of the of the seas and stuff like that. The, the, the Bible considers them as part of the works of the angel. Amen. Let's hear some of the nature, the nature of demons, the nature of demons. Let's look into some of them. We will deal with it deeply. Uh, this, this is a lot of information that I'm trying to bring out. Today, I'm trying to give the preambles of it and then will go deep down. So this month of June, if you are happy, you want to grow in God and understand some basic, basic things, know some of the things, how the enemy can operate, how the visitations he brings about through dreams, visions, physical activities, uh, words, or, uh, or, or sounds, uh, physical objects, and other things. You will be amazed how the enemy is operating all over around us, and yet God always keeps you safe and sound and protected from the things that the enemy uh, uh, tries to bring you away. Hallelujah. So let's see some of the things, the nature of demons. The Bible says that they are evil. According to Judges chapter 9, verse 23, they are evil. There's a lot of information here that you have to put down. Judges chapter 9, verse 23, uh, 1 Samuel 18, verse 9 and 10, the Bible talks about them that they are also very, very intelligent and they are wise. Hallelujah. So don't think that Satan has got no wisdom. 
Amashata. You, you, you have to realize that he used to, the scripture says that he used to be in the arena of God's presence. Hallelujah. The one that protected the presence of God. That was his job. So you can't think that he's just an ordinary one. He, he, he's got wisdom. So don't, don't play the, the easy one, easy way out with Satan. No, he's very smart. He understands some stuff that you may not understand. And I told you last time that there are three main areas of his operation. You know, he uses the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, and the lust of, 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 of the spirit. Those, those three main areas that he, he works out to be able to create uh, uh, the things that he does. But he does in different kinds of forms and ways. So the Bible says also in Mark, Mark, um, Mark chapter 5, verse 1 to 18, that he, he has a, a embodied spirits. Revelation chapter 16, verse 13, he has embodied spirit. His, his, his activities, he can keep it in something, in an object, especially he wants human beings. Hallelujah. So if you avail yourself unto them, you will realize that he's operating through you wildly. Hallelujah. Just give yourself a moment. Uh, and for example, you can see Peter being the rock uh, that the Bible says that the, 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 the Lord was building his church on. And then within a moment after a few uh, verses and chapters after that, the brother opened himself for the enemy to wedge through him and use him. And Jesus Christ had to address him as a devil. Hallelujah. Say, you devil, get away behind me. So it means that we've got to be careful. In as much as we are trying to walk in power and to do the will of God, at the same time, the enemy is trying to find any avenue in our lives, our physical life, to operate and hurt us or to hurt God. Most of the times, if he releases anything to hurt you, his agenda is to hurt God. Not necessarily you, but hurt God. So if it hurts you, then it's hurting God. So that is his ag agenda. And it's just like somebody that's not in good terms with you. So what they see is that, I remember one day I parked my car, and then for some strange reason, somebody spat. A very green saliva on the handle of my door, you know, at work. Somebody spat on there. And uh, uh, by God's grace, I saw it quickly and I had some stuff to be able to clean it, you know. So if these things are object we become like an, a, a direct target to the uh, for the enemy to hit us because of god he sees us no you're a child of god you are growing you're a child of god you're having a good marriage you're a child of god you, you are growing you are becoming uh, wise and smart in your dealings all of a sudden he finds ways and means to wedge in your life and anytime you make a small error that is the place that he uses as means to hurt you because when you are protected hallelujah the Bible says that uh, the, 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 the wife of Job will say that, why don't you curse God and die? Because he knew that the moment you speak against God, the covering of God around Job would have taken away and that would have given the enemy even much more advanced grace or advanced opportunity to hurt him even more because God had already given him a boundary as how far he could go. 
But he, all that he was willing and waiting for was that Job would say something or to speak in the moment of deprivation, in the moment of pain, in the moment of shame and embarrassment, in the moment of that difficulty, Job would act or react in a way that would allow the enemy a counter understanding of freedom to be able to hurt Job even more. And so when the wife came and said, I curse God and die, he said, oh, you are a stupid woman. You don't understand. If it was good, you enjoyed it. Now it's bad from him. Why don't you also embrace it? Hallelujah. So sometimes we can get all these kind of challenges that comes our way, but we've got to be careful not to open room for the enemy. Hallelujah. The Bible expects that we should be, we should be vigilant and observant and not opening any kind of room for the enemy. Your words of gossip, your words of lies, your words of insults, your all those things can create an avenue for the enemy to operate in. Hallelujah. So don't think that Satan is not wise. He is very wise. He is very smart. Hallelujah. Amen. Their the activity as angels, the Bible, they are not humans. According to Acts chapter 23, verse 8, 8 and 9, they are not humans. So we don't have to, um, as it were, give them too much place of respect. Hallelujah. But do not, uh, do not underestimate them. Amen. Don't, don't, don't be so scared of them, but don't underestimate them. They cannot hurt you or they cannot harm you. They will. If you give up the, the room for them to, they will. Hallelujah. They create all kinds of stuff. Amen. The Bible also speaks that they can possess men and they can, they can be cast out. Demons can possess men. And they can be cast out. Hallelujah. They can possess men. As chapter 23, verse 8, as I said, they can do that. Mark, Matthew chapter 10, verse 8. Mark 16, verse 17 speaks about all these facts that the enemy, they can possess men and they can be cast out. Hallelujah. I remember that Jesus Christ, the, the, the guide um, who was in the tomb, possessed of all kinds of unclean spirits. And, and they, 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 so like every madness, about 99.9% .9 of madness is being controlled by some forces of darkness. We'll hear some, we'll see some stuff, all kinds of dumbness, all those kind of stuff. They are all controlled by forces of darkness. There are so many things that they do. And the Bible says that they like to possess men. Why? Because if they possess a man, one, the man now has got no place in the presence of the Lord anymore, the ability to hear the voice of God anymore, because he, he wedges between the soul of the man and the spirit of the man. And therefore, between the place, the crevices of the soul and the spirit, from that point, he communicates to the man to act. So if you see a demon who has managed to win somebody's soul, what they do is that they, they, they do all kinds of mess around the person. They use the person to do all kinds of stuff. So some people will be alcoholics. Some people will be uh, womanizing. Or some people will be, will, will be chasing after men. Others will be, will, 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 be, will be doing all kinds of stuff. So all because the enemy has managed to infiltrate in their soul. So the voice of the Lord is no longer heard 
in their spirit. Even when the spirits hear the voice of God, it cannot send the message direct back to the, soul, the body of the person for the person to react normally or according to the leadings of the spirit of God. That is why it is always important that I keep talking about the soul of man. The soul of man, protect your soul. Make sure that you, you save your soul. Don't allow the enemy to say to hurt your soul. I keep saying that I have written a lot of um, prayers concerning soul declarations and decrees. I've written 108 or 109 decrees and declarations about your soul only. Only your soul. I have shared it already about a year ago and, and maybe a year and a half ago. I have shared it already and over. I've shared it over and over again. If you don't have it, please contact me. I'll get I'll get it for you. We'll try and find a way to put it on Spotify. We'll put it on TikTok and all that. We are working on it. So it will come. Hallelujah. Amen. So you've got to you've got to make sure that you protect yourself so that the enemy does not gain any advancement in your life. You remember one of the prayers of Emmanuel uh, a prayer line, the declarations and decrees of Emmanuel prayer line, where you usually say that I'm a child of God, I'm a seed of Abraham, I'm, I, I, I'm a del delight, I'm special to God, and all that. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses me from all unrighteousness and everything. You have it. Go on TikTok. You'll find that prayer there. Hallelujah. You don't, if you don't have it, go on TikTok. You can find that prayer there. And you can pray it every morning. It's a decree. It's a declaration from your spirit to your soul, to let your soul uh, speak to the rest of the spirits on all forms of darkness around that. Listen, I don't belong to you. That's the bottom line. It's a message that you are sending to the forces of darkness that you don't belong to them. You belong to God. You are a child of God. You are the seed of Abraham. And therefore, you are supposed to be blessed. Hallelujah. You are supposed to be protected. You are supposed to be given the necessary respect. When Satan sees you, he must give way and salute you. Hallelujah. Yesterday at work, uh, a different company, I was working in somewhere. And then I, I was there. A woman came and touched my head from behind. And I felt that this is not a good touch. So I turned around, I warned her, and I said, listen, from today, don't touch me like this. I hate it. I don't want people to touch you. So it's been a while since I saw you. It's been almost like, I said, listen, no matter how long it has been, just don't touch me just like that. But all of a sudden, whatever I felt in my body, I felt not good. So I began to pray now from that moment. And I said, whatever it is that she has sent and touched my skin with, my body with, my spirit or anything, I reverse it now. Get out, get back to her. And I declared, I said, I spoke some stuff. It was a bit of a... Anyway, it's not, it's not necessary to tell that. I had to force it back to her. And now, whatever she meant for me, I had to force it on her. So when I was leaving the place, I said, I'm going. And I said, I want her again. I said, Nesta, don't touch me. And I said, yes, I know now. She used the state, that same word. Yes, I know now. I said, huh. So don't touch me like that. So the enemy can gain any undue advantage. They possess men and they create all those kind of trouble. Hallelujah. The Bible also says in Mark chapter 16 that uh, they have knowledge. Uh, Matthew chapter 8 verse 29. Uh, Luke chapter 4 verse 41. The Bible says that the enemy, he has knowledge. Hallelujah. He has knowledge. So don't give him more. 
Don't give him more. Don't say more of those things that you are planning about, you are working on and all that. Don't give him more information. I, I'm a victim of this. Most times, some of the things that I'm doing, I'm excited about it. And then but before I even start, I start sharing with others. And then by the time I realize I've got all the mess all over the place and anything to make the thing fail so that men will look at it and say, ah, Mark said it and he couldn't do it. He will pull his best to make sure that it fails. But God, but God, but God always have mercy on me. And every time I have made, I have failed in those grounds, I ask for forgiveness and then I begin to pray and ask God, oh Lord, help me out. Help me get out of this place in the name of Jesus Christ. And then the Lord, uh, sometimes he helps me, sometimes too. He makes me feel the pinch of my own uh, stubbornness. Hallelujah. So please do not give me any place and any room in your life. Hallelujah. He has faith. The enemy, Satan, demons, and demonologies and, de and, and principalities, they have faith. Yes, they have faith. The Bible speaks about it that in Acts chapter 19, verse 15, they have faith. In, 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 in the book of uh, uh, Judges, also, the Bible talks about it. Also, uh, in Joshua, is the Bible also talks about it over there. They have faith. Satan has faith. They have feelings. Also in Matthew chapter 8, verse 29, they have feelings. Amen. They have feelings also. So we've got to be careful. Activities that the enemy does, he does because he's got the feelings also about it. So if you feel that you want to cause him hurt, do what will hurt him more by pleading the blood. One of the major things before we go into all these things, what can stop the enemy or what can prevent the devil from working and all that, it's the major weapon that every child of God, you can't afford to say that I'm putting down. It's like a soldier. You must have at least one weapon with you at everywhere. So if you being a child of God, being a soldier of the kingdom, one weapon that you've got to possess with you is the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. You just invoke it. Just invoke the in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I invoke the blood of Jesus Christ. For example, even if you don't have faith and confidence enough in the name of Jesus Christ, yeah? But because the Bible says that the name of Jesus Christ above all names. If you have confidence enough in the name of Jesus Christ, then when you shout the name of Jesus Christ with that meaning and the confidence you have in that name, because of the faith that Satan has in that name, he will have to obey your voice. Because of the faith he has in the blood, he will have to obey that voice when you speak. So if you don't have any weapon at all, the blood, the blood of Jesus Christ. Just invoke the blood of Jesus Christ. That one, without faith in you, but the faith in Satan will force him to abandon all his projects because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So I plead the blood of Jesus Christ even over you now in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, yes, the blood of Jesus. If you believe it, say amen. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 They have doctrines also. According to 1 Timothy chapter 4, the enemy creates doctrines. So, for example, he can create a doctrine with a, with a scripture. He can pick up a quote in the Bible. Listen to me carefully. This book, 
this Bible that we are we are talking from and that we are preaching from, this word of God, I'm, everything I'm telling you is direct from the Bible. So you see, I don't have notes that I say I've got some notes somewhere. I'm speaking straight from the Bible so that you will understand these things that I'm talking about. Every quotation is direct from the Bible. Everything I'm telling you is straight from the scriptures. I've not, I've not written anything down. It's just right from the information that the Bible is talking about that I'm sharing with you. The Bible is very, it's a very delicate book that you can use it to do evil and you can use it to do good, depending on which side of the divide that you're standing on. So if you see somebody holding the scriptures, the Bible anywhere, and they are quoting it, consider what kind of spirit is backing the scripture that the person is quoting. So, for example, you can see people with all kinds of dress all over the Bible says that cover your head and all that. And then they wear some garment and then you see them walking barefooted. Because the Bible spoke to Moses that the ground that you are standing on is the holy ground. And so take your shoes off and all that. And somebody has turned that into a religion. And that's it. There are so many things that is out there. That is why I am warning people. I'm trying to help people that please do not give yourself the, that opportunity for the enemy to give you all kinds of doctrine. And then you find yourself in all kinds of churches and, and all kinds of places and serving all kinds of stuff. Listen, the, the angel, the angel, the, the demonic forces, they can create an atmosphere for it to mimic that, that looks like light. So you've got to know the spirit behind what they are doing. If not, you will lose your soul in an attempt of believing in a strange and a false doctrine because the enemy can create one. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible speaks about that. Amen. Matthew chapter 8, also the Bible talks about, uh, and 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 20, the Bible talks about fellowshipping that the enemy can create an atmosphere for you to fellowship with him. Amen. So be careful with the, what kind of fellowship that you are in. Uh, hallelujah. The book of James chapter 2, the book of James chapter 2 verse, verse 19 also talks about the faith of the devil. And that's what, what the scripture I didn't give, the faith of the devil. The devil also has a will, according to Matthew 12. Verse 43 going to 45, the enemy, Satan, he has a will. Amen. If he has a will, then we can control his will. As a child of God, you can command him because the scripture says that he's given us authority over him. We will learn that. We'll come to that in Corinthians. We'll come to how and also uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 6. We will come to that place that we have what it takes as a child of God to control and command the devil to obey you. If you don't know this, then you become like sons of Sceva, that those seven sons that will say that in the name of Paul, the apostle, in the name of Jesus, the apostle Paul preaches, we adjure you, we cast you out. And then they were trying to cast the devil out in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, which they did not understand. So you are a child of God, whatever the assignment may be, remember that you have been given the permission as a child of God to cast out the devil. So whether you like it or not, and if you meet one, anywhere you meet one, it is part of your assignment 
So you are there not because you, are, you want to be there. You are there because you have been sent. And with obedience to the voice of our Lord Jesus Christ, you are obeying the voice of Jesus. And so you command the devil in the name of the one who sent you to cast out whatever that needs to be. Say that I command you in the name of my Lord Jesus Christ, who has sent me in his name to tell you to leave this place. And because he has a will, he will not be able to control his will because of the authority of the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he must go. The Bible talks about fleeing. Say, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So he has that propensity to run. Yes. When you know your stuff, when you know who you are, and it's very simple. I've just said it. That you know that you are my child of God. I'm a seed of Abraham. I'm born by the Spirit. I have the blood of Jesus Christ at my disposal. And, and all, those, all those things is there. I've given it to you already. So when you know your stand as a child of God, you begin to declare these things. And you stand on your grounds. And you resist the devil. According to the book of James, that resist the devil and he will flee. When you stand and say, listen, I command you. And I say, I insist. I command you, get out of this place. Leave this environment. Stop this thing. I, I stop you. I command you. Take your hands off this sickness and this disease. Take your sickness and your diseases away. Your infirmities, they operate in different activities. They operate. I was listening to um, one of the brothers uh, that uh, from my, my, one of my spiritual father. He was casting out a demon uh, two days ago, and I was listening to a girl. The girl was, was I hope you will understand this, because I know that it's, it's there. The girl was born of a woman, not because of the sperm of a sperm of the father, but it was given to her, to her to the woman that the mother of this girl conceived the child because the the, the family is a, is an adult worshippers and they they serve a particular shrine. And they, the, 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 the agent of darkness wanted a physical being to be in existence. So he had to come in in the form of a child. So when they went and asked for a child, uh, that was the, 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 the second or the third child, the third born. She had given birth already by the third born. They requested from the, from the deity. And so the child was born. And the child was a deity, a physical deity in a physical form as a beautiful girl, Moshe Dayal. If you look at her, you see, wow. So it is easy for her to convince men and sleep with them. And all that they need was spent. We'll talk about those things in the future, in, in the very near future, maybe in this month, getting to the close of, closing stages of the month. We will talk about it. And, and, and now she was physically in existence living in a house, born of a woman, and thought that he, that is the father, but not a father, with, with brothers and sisters, but an agent of Satan in a physical form. So we've got to be careful dealing with it, this thing, and she, she, she now wants to, they want to take her back after a couple of years, and she wouldn't go. She had a snake and a bear as, 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 as her friends that she played with at the age of three, from three up to, up to uh, she was about 25, 28, there about that they were praying for her. And now the, the family could not contain and sustain her anymore. And they didn't know what to do. And she now realized that she doesn't want to go back to the things of the spirit. She wants to come out and stay with the human being. And now she, she didn't want to go out. 
by the time she realized, no power pastor could help him until she, she met one of these men of God who was praying for, 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 uh, for demons and demonology and deliverance and stuff like that. And then the man of God spoke it and said that this one is a deity. He said it in the video. I watched it. He said, this one is a deity. You have a snake and you have other things. And then they prayed for her, cast out the spirits and everything. And I was watching it live, uh, go, you know, cast the spirit out. And then she was able to have her freedom. And now she became a, a natural person that she couldn't go back. But listen, the source of her existence and the things that she was saying. And she drew, she drew, she drew the pictures of things in the spirit, how they look like and her, her formation and everything. And she drew with a pencil, I mean, and God went to an artist to draw them all and gave it, if it's not right, she, she says, no, no, do this, do it this way. And that is how some of this is, it, 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 it may amaze you to hear it like this, but those who have seen deliverances going on and all over the place, you will understand some of this. I have done it several times in different ways and by the grace of God, I know some of this is so, if I see it, I know it, I understand it. So people of God, let us not joke with the things that the enemy is doing. He has got knowledge, he's got will, he's got doctrines, he's got fellowship. He, he, has, he has people, he has people that are on earth here who are their agents, hallelujah, for the enemy that he operates through them. He's very powerful. He, he can come without body as well. And he has body spirit. So these are some of the, the nature that the enemy can bring to us. Hallelujah. They, they, they have the doctrine of the miraculous. They are also very miraculous. They have miraculous power. So for example, the forces of darkness that were serving Pharaoh at this time, when the Lord um, used Moses to go and deliver the sons of, uh, of Israel out of the hands of Pharaoh, whatever the Lord did through Moses, the, the, the magicians, the magicians. So if you see somebody doing magic and all that, don't be there and be and feel, hey, wow, hey, wow, and all that. Please, please, listen. The enemy has power to create the miraculous. Yes. The enemy has power to create the miraculous. So it is very, you've got to be very careful dealing with that. According to Revelation chapter 16, verse 13 going, the Bible speaks about this. Hallelujah. As chapter 8 also, they have emotions. They have emotions. I remember that Jesus Christ was casting out demons. The demons were begging Jesus Christ to go into a particular pit. A particular group of pigs, the, the, the demons begged Jesus that please, if, if the moment that moment, every time I sit there and look at that story, I was reading it even this afternoon. I said, Lord, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that Jesus will listen to, to, to demons and give them their, their, their requests. Hallelujah. That is why we don't have to treat them like. Somebody stands anywhere and say anything anyhow. Be careful. Be careful. Please. You've got to know your stand and your grounds. And then make sure that you have your grounds well. And then command the enemy and say, listen, I forbid you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Get out of this place. And then he will be able to get out. Or go to this place. Then he will have to obey. Hallelujah. They have emotions. According to Acts chapter 8 verse 7. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 8, 28 also. They have desires. They have desires. The Bible will say that Satan desire to have you, but I stood in there for you. So Satan has got desires also. Amen. Uh, 
and they try to possess the souls of men and the spirit faculties of men. I keep saying this, and I've already said it. Hallelujah. I have taught about the souls of men. I've taught about the, the three units of man. That is your soul, your spirit, and your body. I've ever spoken even about the process of information, how the spirit of God speaks to you, and how your physical body acts on the things that have already been spoken to you. He speaks, he speaks to you to your, through your spirit, and your spirit sends the message to your soul, and your soul brings it to your body. That's the process of information from the things of the spirit. So every time there is a cutoff point between your spirit and your soul, then the information that is in there, if Satan is the one sending that spiritual information to your soul, everything that your soul will be acting on will be something that you don't desire, you don't want, you know that it's against the will of God, you know that it's against God and all those kind of stuff. So the enemy creates that gap and it comes mostly because of sin, it comes mostly because of disobedience, it comes mostly because of unrepentant heart. So we've got to consider all these things. And I want to encourage you by the message of God that anytime and anywhere that you do anything wrong, if you make a mistake, accept your error and ask for forgiveness. Don't try to justify yourself. Justification is of God. It is the Lord who justifies according to the Bible. Don't stand in anywhere and see as though that you are right and you are so strong and so big enough not to be able to be to stand there to say, I'm sorry. Please learn to say I'm sorry. Learn to ask for forgiveness. Learn to apologize and ask for forgiveness of your sins. If you do that, you give no room for the enemy to operate by the grace of God. Hallelujah. And anywhere he gains mastery, you can have your authority over the person, over the force of darkness, over those entities, and you can have your freedom. People of God, today I came to help you to understand demons and, and the nature, the definition of demons, the nature of demons, and some of the things that they do. We will go into the works of demons uh, deeply, and we will, help, we will help to understand. I'll still come with the scriptures. So hopefully, if you want to tune with us, maybe this coming Sunday, we will have to uh, deal with some of these things, because I think that it is part of the lessons that we have to learn. We are not waiting for anybody. Those who want to be with us, they will be with us. Those who don't want to be with us, we wish them all the best. But anyway, they get the information, please send it to seven people. If you get the message, the link, send the link to seven people that you are, I'm inviting you to come on this line. We are dealing with demons and demonology. Hopefully you may learn some lessons. Now we have noticed that they are their names of demons, the way the Bible calls them and all that. And we've seen some of the nature of the activities of demons, how they, they operate and the things that they do, how they feed their feelings and everything. So this is the message for you today by the grace of God. The nature of demons, the, their definitions and, and how they came about. Hallelujah. With all the scriptures you have, go in them, take your time and read and see whether what I spoke to you is of God or not. God bless you.